Good morning. It's Wednesday, May the 6th. We're reading through the Old and New Testament. Our Old Testament reading is 1 Kings 12 and 13. We've had a united kingdom, the beginning of the monarchy in Israel under Solomon. I'm sorry, Saul, David, and Solomon. Solomon has a son named Rehoboam, and Rehoboam gets the power and starts to throw his weight around here in chapter 12 and splits the kingdom in half. So this is a pivotal chapter to understand that we went from the theocracy, the time of the judges, then to the monarchy in a united kingdom, all 12 tribes under one leader. And now we split the kingdom in half and uh, Judah is left in the south and that's where Jerusalem is. And the lineage of David follows that southern lineage. And then in the north, we have several dynasties and a lot of bad kings up north, 20 of them. So anyway, this is the beginning of it all. Solomon, son Rehoboam, splits the kingdom by uh, really just being uh, power hungry and trying to throw his political weight around. And Jeroboam, don't get that confused now, sounds a lot like Rehoboam, but Jeroboam then goes up in the northern part of Israel and ends up leading that part of the nation. He is um, compromising right out of the gate. Uh, Rehoboam got off to a bad start, but uh, Jeroboam is uh, in trouble by chapter 13. He's being confronted by an anonymous unnamed prophet uh, who sadly falls under the influence of uh, another prophet and he compromises and pays with his life. It's a sad story. So those are our Old Testament chapters. Our New Testament reading is the very end of Luke chapter 24. That's the end of the book. Jesus is resurrected and he's proving that he is a uh, breathing, tactile, physical, resurrected body. Uh, he proves it by asking for some fish to eat, and he eats in their presence. What an amazing expectation that is for us to have a hope of a resurrection that has a body that reflects Christ, as 1 Corinthians 15 promises. And that's a body that will be able to oxygenate our blood with oxygen and have our lungs working and our mouths working and our esophagus and our stomach. I mean, it's just a, it's a great tactile, real physical picture of what we have to look forward to. He uh, speaks then of the fulfillment of the Old Testament prophets that he was. He says then that you are my witnesses. Then we have a real short summary of the ascension. Remember Luke and Acts are uh, by the same author. Luke writes them both. And uh, we're gonna have an unpacking of the ascension in Acts. But first tomorrow, starting tomorrow, we start to read through the Gospel of John. Our uh, community command, how we are to interact with one another. It's not a one another. It's not stated that way. We've been in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 14. We've already got a couple. I want to have you pay attention to this line right here. Three words in the English text, help the weak, to help the weak. Um, the word for help here is an interesting word. It's to uh, stick with them, to hold fast to them. It has a sense of hanging on to them, not uh, giving up on them. Help the weak. And the word weak even uh, used metaphorically in this passage, of course, uh, but often used uh, of physical weakness. Uh, and it can be that you're weak in the sense that you're physically weak and therefore you're weak and needing help. And uh, yet the idea here, of course, is those that have some kind of... Uh, weakness, some kind of uh, spiritual weakness, some kind of weakness in their lives. And you who are stronger are to come alongside and be the help that they need. Stick with them. Don't give up. You know, it's challenging sometimes for those that seem needy that uh, you want to bail on them, but don't. The text here would remind us to help the weak. And maybe you can think of a few people in your minds even right now. And you think about the fact that um, 
they fall in that category. You know that they need help. They need you to help them, help them not just in um, tangible ways, not just financially or picking up groceries or whatever it might be for them, uh, but you may need to be the, the spiritual strength in their lives. So I encourage you to contemplate that, to help the weak, think about those that you might be able to help, and, uh, and then get to it. Think prayerfully and plan creatively, and then purpose today to do that. Tomorrow, we get into a brand new book, The Gospel of John. More on that tomorrow. But today, if you would, maybe even if there's some good ideas you have about helping the week, I'd love to hear those in the comments. Thanks for being a part of our daily Bible reading. And uh, be sure to subscribe. We'll be back tomorrow as we continue our reading through the Old and New Testaments.